Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside with Randy and Terry. We are so glad to be back. We've been kind of all over the place. Uh, you know, Randy's been taking a nap. I've been really working hard, so we've been, you know, not on. And uh, But thanks to the all the folks at MRN for taking good care of us. Randy, are you awake? Man, I'm awake. I, uh, in fact, I'm awake more than I'm not, a lot more than I'm not these days. I understand. I understand. Randy, I started to have Mr. Mark uh, play the Jaws theme. You remember that music? Oh, do I ever. Because we we only have two more races. We've got this week at the Glen and then Daytona, and the regular season is Kaflui. How about that? Can you believe it? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and I, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't think, we're so far away from understanding what's going to happen. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think you can, uh, I don't think you can predict this one. I, um, I really don't. I, I will tell you this, about the only thing I've been right about lately is, um, I, I, I was pretty sure that Martin Truex wasn't going to retire just yet. That one uh, I had right. The evidence was um, uh, who uh, they were talking about putting in. So it has to do with John Hunter Nemechek. I believe right. that if, if you know that John Hunter Nemechek would have gone into that, um, uh, you know, I, I think that would have been where he would have gone. But um, um, anyway, uh, I think, uh, other than that, the, how this playoff situation is going to shake out, man, oh man, oh man, I have no idea. Uh, I, this weekend is going to be a big deal because this ultimately chase, chase Elliott has two shots left, uh, right. as far as I'm concerned. And, and this may be the best one. Yes, and we are definitely going to dig into that. By the way, just a quick side note, and then we're going to key on a word that you use, and that's unpredictable in just a second. Uh, uh, I am glad to see. I'm, I'd like to see John Hunter one more year in Xfinity before we move to Cup. Just, just throwing that out there. So we'll see what happens with John Hunter. And you said the key word of the day is unpredictable. And ladies and gentlemen, a drum roll, please. We'll use that word, unpredictable, to introduce Rusty from New Smyrna Speedway. Rusty, unpredictable. That's what I am. Wait a minute. That's the wrong song. Oh my gosh. You know, Rusty, what you need to understand is when Terry says we got Rusty's going to be on the show this this week, and uh, we got him, we got him queued up. I said, no, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you may think you do, but you don't. <laughs> well, Rusty, when you were singing, I was reaching to drag my trash can over here. Just saying. So I was waiting for I was waiting for Mark to hit the button. You know, the sensor button. <laughs> Set up the siren. <laughs> uh, we need to, Mark. We need to have ready at all times when Rusty's on that. Just a crowd noise of booze. You know, something Uh-oh. like that. Anyway, don't, don't Rusty. challenge him. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Rusty, how are you doing, man? You've been doing some am, racing out there. I am I am doing great. 
Looking forward to family fun night here at New Smyrna Speedway. This has become one of our most popular events uh, at New Smyrna Speedway. And this Saturday night, you just happen to be in luck because guess what? It's back. And the feature for this event is a 50-lap Superstock race. And the Superstock never, ever seemed to disappoint us in excitement. Now, you said 60 laps, right? 50, 50, 5, 0, 5, 0. Well, on the website, it says 60. Just saying. Uh, somebody's got fat fingers, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that is that is a huge deal, a huge race. 50 is pushing it for the super stocks, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you could, you could do bicycles for the extra 10. Yeah, well, we do have bicycles, and we're actually giving away two bicycles. Our friends at Crash Towing and Recovery are giving away a boy's and a girl's bicycle. Um, that'll be done before the bicycle races. So if somebody doesn't have a bicycle, um, they may have the opportunity to win one here so that they can be in the bike race. Now, who did you say we're just giving you the bicycle? Crash Towing? Crash Is that what Towing and Recovery. <laughs> I hope that doesn't reflect on the actual bicycle race itself. <laughs> Randy, are you just going to sit there silently when we're talking about bicycle racing and crashing? I, listen, Rusty crashes when he gets up in the morning. Okay? <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I am because I don't. One thing about Rusty is you can take all the shots you want, but he's like, you know, we had a president one time. They called him the Teflon president, right? This is the Teflon race race general manager. This guy, he you could take shots at him and nothing sticks. I don't know if that's because he's wearing a, you know, a rubber suit or what it is, but it's the nothing sticks. <laughs> don't they challenge. Tried, they Rusty tried to put me in a rubber suit before. Suit. <laughs> no, that that's was a rubber, rubber room, room Rusty. That's a rubber room. <laughs> Well, you know what, Rusty, in your defense, I can't blame you for being Teflon. You, there is a lot uh, uh, a guy in your position has to deal with, including weather and all those other things. So, you know, I, I do admire you. And it's no wonder you're a little odd. Yeah, well, you know, last weekend I wasn't able to be at the races for some for some reasons. Um, I was kind of sad because it was one of our Sunbelt races, and and. We had a decent car turnout. It was very, very, very hot. Brad May, of course, taking the win on that thing again. That guy is pretty much unstoppable. Um, mm-hmm. But I can say this. For the Sun Belt, there are some cars that are showing up that are giving him a run for his money. So, you know, next time we do a Sun Belt race, make sure you're here because it can be very exciting. Um, the, the Everything, you know, we never know what the weather is going to do to us. Uh, we just cross our fingers, and here we go. Um, and that's the same thing we're doing this weekend, because if you watch the weather, you can't depend on anything that they say as far as what the weather is going to do, because you can look at five different uh, forecasts, and every one of them is different. One of them sounds like you need life preservers. The other one sounds like you're in the desert. So you just yeah, kind of play it by yeah. ear. And, and, folks, here's the thing. At the uh, family fun night, it's only five dollars to get in. It's where else can you take a husband and a wife, 
boyfriend and girlfriend, their two kids that are under 11, for 10 bucks for a weekend of fun. Well, yeah, I mean, that's huge in light of everything else and fuel prices and gasoline and all that. And this is a good way to escape all that and go to the racetrack. And you're really having bicycle races too, right? Absolutely, we're having the bicycle races. Um, And and there's, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. If you haven't been out here, you're not going to miss out on a whole lot um, as far as you're not going to pay 200 bucks to come out here. It's going to be 10 bucks. You check it out. You see if you like it. If you like it, you come back for another race. It's it, it it's great. There's going to be plenty of excitement. Um, so come check it out. It's just five bucks. Of course, racing starts at six. Features start at seven thirty. Um, we we started this new time frame to try and get people out of here a little bit earlier instead of keeping them in until. 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now, sometimes it still happens. It just all depends on what happens with it, how crazy the drivers are acting. Um, everybody, put, everybody put their oil plugs back in. You know, the whole, you know that drill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we know. We know. No doubt about that. So the, the, the get there before 6 o'clock deal doesn't really apply on family night? No, you, you can get work? here early to watch everything that's going on, but the price is the same all night long on Family Fun Night. It's $5, whatever time you get here. Come enjoy the show. I suggest you get here around 6, because that's when the heat races start. That sets everything up for the features. Uh, so you're watching these cars, you know, and depending on the number of cars that you have, uh, that's how everything gets lined up. So you're seeing how they're vying for their position. Now then, if you come out here and you watch and you, you watch the heat races, and let's say there's two heat races in a division, you might go, okay, this is the way they're going to line up. First race is inside row, second race is outside row. Well, there's another little caveat in there because we draw a pill, and the pill can invert up to half of the field. So the ones that won the heat races don't necessarily get to start on the pole. They can... If it's a zero that's drawn, but that doesn't happen very often. Mm. So then you get to watch them fight back through the field to get back up to the front. Gotcha. Yeah, that creates some racing. There's no doubt about it. When what time? What time? I got a question on my screen here. What time about uh, bicycle race? When do they? When do they? The run? bicycle races will be around. Uh, I'm going to say around seven fifteen ish. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, like you said, it it all uh, comes together for a big time night, and uh, the Super Stock Fifty on top of that, five bucks family night. You can't beat that, uh, Rusty. Right. Congratulations for another great idea. And and we want to we want to invite everybody out next Friday. Now we're not racing next weekend because there's a little bit bigger show in town, uh, but we'll be at the Advanced Auto Parts across from uh, Daytona International Speedway. Um, we're going to have a setup over there. As you know, Advanced Auto Parts is, is a big sponsor with NASCAR and with the weekly series. And we've been yep. uh, invited to be up there with Ryan Brain, Ryan Brainy, <laughs> Ryan Blaney. <laughs> Still having some little side effects from last weekend. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some giveaways. So if you're looking for something to do next Friday from nine to one, come on out and check us out at the, at the new Advanced Auto Parts across from Daytona International Speedway. And you will be making a personal appearance there yourself, is that correct? I will. 
I will be making a personal appearance there, and uh, so make sure you come out and say hi. Well, and can you give us a preview of what you might be wearing? No. I never know <laughs> until I put it on. <laughs> Very good, the rubber suit. Okay, give everybody the website and uh, go over one more time when everything kicks off Saturday night. Yeah, our website is NewsomeOnTheSpeedwayUSA.com. Of course, racing action, heat races start at 6. Features start at 7.30. We're located right on the action corner of 44 and 415. And, of course, be there. All right, Rusty, you the man. Uh, everybody look forward to getting out and shaking Rusty's hand uh, next Friday night over there. He's a wonderful guy, and you never know what you might get when you go up and talk to Rusty. So please, please do so. And, Rusty, we'll see you next week, brother. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs> Uh, Rusty adds color to the show, doesn't he, Randy? That is a fact. He also, his wardrobe is usually similarly uh, aligned. Well, that's just kind of why I brought up, you know, I mean, if he's actually going to do a personal appearance, I mean, if you know who is who he is, you can see him running around New Smyrna Speedway. But those of you that haven't met him, it uh, could be a great experience because I know a lot of you are going to be at the uh, the race next week at Daytona. And uh, when you see Rusty, uh, we'd love to hear from you and tell us what you think once you see Rusty. No doubt about that. Meanwhile, Indy, Indianapolis, uh, Daniel there last week. Tell us about the truck race and everything that happened there last week, Randy. Yeah, I I would tell you, I think we went into Indianapolis with a a pretty high expectation. uh, we uh, and and I think in the beginning uh, we were we rightfully so um, in our uh, practice session we were second quick um, in the overall the entire field we were sixth quick um, you know that was so just understand the way the day went it was um, that was in the middle of the day hot really hot. Uh, sun out, you know, just just really, really uh, uh, pretty slick racetrack. Um, and uh, so liked it. Qualifying came. The, it kind of started to get cloudy and coming and going. By the time you're done, you know, we, fin- we, we qualified 15th. Um, not the end of the world. I mean, basically that means, you know, you're, you're inside row eight, um, and when you're two by two, that basically means you're eight, right? That's what that means. Um, so, um, but honestly, uh, I would tell you that we never really, um, competed. Um, the truck was, uh, not manageable, uh, in the first stage, uh, 60 laps. And, um, in fact, we even went a lap down. Um, did manage to get it back, um, but um, it never took an adjustment. Um, we never were able to get the truck to respond to anything we threw at it. So I I, I don't know, frankly, why. Um, you know, the transition from the hot, slick day to the evening where it cooled off some and got cloudy and the track got more grip. I, I, I don't know. That was it. I mean, Daniel generally complained um, most of the race about not being able to, the front end just wasn't working. Um, and uh, so 
could, and we couldn't get it. I mean, we all decided that that's the last time we're going to race that truck. It won't come out again for the balance of the season. Um, so uh, that chassis will become probably a show chassis, honestly. Um, so, um, you know, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's the way we're going to go. And we finished, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we finished 22nd one lap down. So, yeah, twenty second. We all, yeah, we all left there really disappointed. Um, just, just not good. Um, so, uh, the uh, you know we're off this weekend, and uh, and then we're then we head to uh, well, well the Cup Series and the Xfinity Series comes here to Daytona uh, next weekend uh, after Watkins Glen. Uh, we head to uh, uh, Milwaukee to the Milwaukee Mile on Sunday yep. next week. So, uh, you know, the good news is that we've been to Milwaukee before, uh, not in a truck, but we've been to Milwaukee in the in the um, um, Arca Series, and uh, and we had been to the Indianapolis in the Arca Series, and we ran uh, we ran pretty good at both places. So I think that's part of why we were really excited about. Um, about going to Indianapolis, and, and and then you know we were even more excited after the after practice. But man, during the race it was brutal. It was just tough. Well, on a positive note, uh, Daniel's teammate in the twenty four truck did well. He had a he had a good uh, good afternoon. He did. Good evening. Yeah, yeah. Roger had a good run. Um, Grant kind of got messed up. He was running pretty. He was running pretty good, but. Not as good. He was pretty frustrated too, and I think they ended up finishing 12th, if I remember right. Um, which is, you know, for the first race in their in their chase, uh, that he, I know Grant wasn't very happy with that. So, um, and, you know, I mean, uh, he he ran pretty he ran pretty good throughout the day, but uh, when it came down there at the end, he kind of got left behind. So that that wasn't that wasn't good. Um, it's really strange, man. I mean, this 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 business with trying to chase the racetracks and all that is is hard hard work. But we're, you know, I I would tell you we're disappointed with that race, but we're not disappointed with uh, what we have left in front of us uh, at all. Uh, we're not disappointed with you know our crew chief. We're not disappointed with the effort the team is making. Uh, we're we're actually all that stuff is on the upswing. Well, racing is racing, and uh, you got you got good days and you got bad days, and that's just the way it goes. But yeah, yep. Again, looking forward to the Milwaukee Mile on August twenty seventh, and uh, we'll keep you posted on that one. Meanwhile, Randy, a side note: um, over the years, we've talked a lot about, and, and I think you probably know, and I think you'd agree with me somewhat. I am not a huge fan of social media. I've seen it uh, do more harm than good and it seems like it's getting worse all the time Uh, i just uh just kind of wanted to get your thoughts um nascar uh, again is touching into politics uh noah gregson was suspended for just liking a post uh, regarding george george floyd um indefinite suspension from legacy motor club um josh berry is going to be driving that uh, vehicle in the cup series I don't know. Just 
any thoughts on this one? It just drives me crazy that we can't. Uh, I mean, the guy didn't post it. He just hit a like on it. And, um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that one. I was just disappointed to see a young man, Nor Gregson's got a, a, a bright uh, future and a great race car driver and, and uh, just a little disappointed. Just wondered what your thoughts might be. Well, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm not sure I, I, I agree completely that NASCAR, um, that, that this particular piece is political. Is, yeah, I, I mean, we could, we could debate that. It's certainly social for sure. Um, it does, um, uh, you know, it does violate the NASCAR um, uh, behavior uh expectation the policy um i think uh you know i look at people who um who navigate this and there's a lot more people who navigate it successfully than those who don't um you know likely one of the i think one of the best at all this is is michael jordan honestly um Mm -hmm. michael jordan I I can't I've never seen him get involved in a um, an issue that has that level of controversy attached to it. Um, you know I, I don't I think that uh, um, we are a extraordinarily sensitized nation. Um, everybody is ready to um, take exception or be offended all the time, and. Um, and so, and, and whether you agree with that or you don't agree, that, but it, that it's just plain true. And, and so I think you have to be careful. I, I certainly, um, uh, you know, I, I try my best to be considerate of all people. Um, and there's so much that you can't control, that you have nothing to to be able to uh, to do in situations, and you're just an observer, and maybe that's the best policy. Is um, uh, you know what happened? I don't think anybody disagrees. I, I certainly what happened to George Floyd was was absolutely wrong. Shouldn't have happened. Absolutely right. shouldn't have happened. Um, right. Does does the, the I think the question that you're asking is does Noah Gregson's behavior really break the threshold of uh, behavior uh, policy. And, you know, um, Legacy Motor Club certainly thought so. NASCAR certainly supported their decision. And then Noah, uh, you know, asked for his release to go work on himself to, to become a better Noah to, to race next year. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess you sit here and you go, uh, I mean, and I read his, I read his apology, uh, mm-hmm. pretty quickly after it occurred and I believe it was sincere. Yeah, I agree. I've got it right in front of me. Matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, Cal Wells, the uh, CEO from Legacy Motor Club, and you, you make a good point before I read this, uh, that this wasn't a NASCAR decision. This, this decision was made by Legacy Motor Club themselves. So NASCAR, as you said, did support it, but it was their decision. 
anyway, uh, Cal Wells came out and said, Noah has a ton of talent and there's a great uh, personality. It's a difficult situation. We were proud that Noah has taken ownership of his actions and are confident he will work through the process with NASCAR and come back stronger. So, you know, in early early time of this, that he was permanently suspended from Legacy Motor Club. That doesn't appear to be the case. So, hey, you know what? We all make mistakes, and I guess that my negative uh, against social media, it seems like the negative uh, comes out on top most of the time on social media. So, anyway, that I hope well, it's, uh, it's worked out, and this is a good talent, as the CEO said. Go ahead, Randy. I think that, you know, we we certainly violating any organization's um, uh, personal behavior or conduct policy is a big deal. I think that you have to, um, but I also, and you know, this is where you and I are going to get into a little bit of theology here. Um, you know, I, you, you and I both have talked many times over about how, um, you know, we're, we're blessed. We're fortunate to live by grace, right? I mean, we, you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, you, t- you take that one step further, and you talk about, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? And right. I'm not sure there's anybody out there who can uh, go ahead and throw that first stone uh, based exactly. on that. So, exactly. I, I think. Maybe there's a there's a um, in, instead of everything always being what appears to be the most severe penalty available in violation of personal conduct, maybe there should be kind of like the sport itself, where there's levels, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. you get different levels of um, of uh, of penalties. Or, you know, uh, yeah, well, that's it, different levels of penalties. Um, but I do think, I agree with what Calwell said, it's, Noah Gregson's a talent. Uh, he, it, it, the record speaks for itself, how many races he went. We, he won last year in the Xfinity Series. Um, right. And he has owned it. He has, he's, he absolutely um, owned it. And, and I'm sure the one thing I would that I do believe is that as he was making his um, his uh, like, I don't think he thought it all the way through. I don't think there was malice in that. Um, but I but but here's what I think: the sport is trying to teach through having a personal conduct policy is you need to think. You gotta exactly. think exactly. about those kinds of things before you do it, and and stop short, right? I mean, stop stop and think, and um, um, and and then if you take that and you apply it to life, wouldn't it be better for everybody if we all stopped and thought about that sort of stuff before we actually did it? Yeah, it's just sad. It's, it's just sad that someone put a would put a meme like uh, he clicked on on social media in the first place so it's just wrong 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 it just started started there we'll move on i would say i think you'd both both of us would agree and one of the things we certainly learned in playing sports is uh uh adversity caused you to come back tougher come back stronger 
So I, well, I uh, see from what uh, Noah has said, he'll come back stronger. He's learned learned a lot and uh, will be a better race car driver overall. Well, I think most importantly, a better person even. And I, and I think the, you know, there's a, we already have an example, one probably the best example of, of NASCAR's policy that shows that this that, that, that it works is Kyle Larson. Yep. Yep. Look at that. That's exact. That's a great example. No doubt about that. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, we, we, we come through Indianapolis, uh, on the road course. Um, Michael McDowell wins at the Indy road course. You know, I, I love seeing that guy win. Uh, it was a hard fought race with him and Elliot. Um, big time. I mean, that that's, that's cool stuff, but it, uh, it brings up an interesting scenario, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, as we go into the, uh, are about to go into the playoffs with two to two to go. We've got Watkins Glen and then Daytona. Uh, Elliot has won at Watkins Glen twice. Randy, you're a historian. Who has won at Watkins Glen more than any other NASCAR driver? Holy smokes. Just a minute now. I got to, I got to, um, you can't look at your phone. Can't look at your yeah, phone. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get it. Well, you got a camera. I mean, so you know, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna put a couple of guesses. Um, the winningest driver at Watkins, the winningest NASCAR driver at Watkins Glen. Um, I would put. Uh, I would. I mean, Chase Elliott. No, is is really good Twice. there. Yeah, what's that? Twice. Yeah, twice. I think um, uh, Rusty Wallace is really good there. Um, mm-hmm. Was there, was really good there. Uh, um, I think Mark Martin was really good there. Um, mm-hmm. So I got one more uh, guess. One more. Are you gonna give me one more guess? Um, yeah. Bill Elliott. Tony Stewart has won there five times. Uh, by the way, Tony Stewart last Thursday night won uh, in his first race in his SRX uh, series. He beat he beat uh, Bailey Deegan there. So anyway, <laughs> just just a, a fun little one there. Uh, but look at let's look at this. The following twelve drivers uh, have uh, clinched. So Martin Truex, Danny Hamlin, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, Chris Butcher, Joy Logano, Tyler Reddick, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. So one scenario that that, that seems to fit well, uh, there are three spots open in the playoff picture right right now. That could change after the Glen. Kevin Harvick has 145. He's plus 145, and Brad Kozlowski is uh, plus 143. Both can lock themselves into the playoff if there's not a new winner, which is it's, it's very possible. So they each have to be at least 56 points of the head of the driver in the 16th to secure the, the playoff spot. So pretty interesting um, how it's coming down here. Like you said... Right. Here is Chase Elliott, former champion, uh, right now out of the picture. But 
you know, a likely winner at Watkins, Watkins Glen, but nobody can predict this, as you said. So pretty well, exciting. I, I would say, you know, once upon a time, there were clear road course um, uh, experts, and there was a whole bunch of everybody else. Uh, and, and now I think there's a whole lot of guys that can drive a road course and a few who maybe are in the everybody else category. Uh, so while Chase Elliott has absolutely had some success, I think we would be nuts to, to sit here on this, uh, on this show and, and not include Michael McDowell back in the equation because, you know, he, he, he's a heck of a road course racer. He just came out of winning at Indy. Um, probably harder uh, road course race than uh, Watkins Glen. He's good at, uh, at Watkins Glen. So, uh, and, and then you got to add all of the pressure uh, that Chase Elliott has got to be feeling to get into the chase. I mean, there's only, um, there's only two. He's got two shots. I mean, he can't get in in points. Uh, right. So he has to win. And then you got everybody else who's in the same position, who's who's got to uh, you know get get in the get in the uh, try to get in the field. It's so I I, I don't know. It's a tough one. Well, it's all the more reason not to miss uh, Watkins Glen, of course, and to be there at, in Daytona, of course, to see Rusty and to see this uh, finalized because it ain't over till the fat lady sings, as they say. So interesting stuff, no doubt about it and lots of excitement and nascar great racing at watkins Glen. uh i don't think there was can't recall i don't think there was any cautions at watkins Glen. just racing and lots of lots of good racing so we're going to take a break right now and come back randy we're going to have to come back and address ty gibbs when we get back so don't go anywhere you're listening to trackside with randy and terry brought to you tonight by daytona dodge chrysler jeep and ramp daytona's garage Bush Beer, Daytona Beverages, Daytona on Tap, Solar Fit, and Southeastern Sports. We'll be right back. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage. Your ride, our passion. All right, we are so glad you're with us. Happy Friday to everybody. You're listening to Trackside with Randy and Terry. Randy, you've been in the garage 
you've had your issues with other drivers uh, in racing in your career, et cetera. I've never been in the seat, never been in the garage area as a driver. Um, interesting, Ty Gibbs, uh, we, we go back to last year and some of the antics. Uh, he's now in the Cup Series, okay. He wins the Xfinity Series race at Watkins Glen. Did a good job of driving. He's a good driver. There's no doubt about it. Randy, uh, with other cars still on the track and trying to get into pit road and off the track, Ty Gibbs, major burnout, continue, oh, you know, just continue, continue, continue the burnout and endangered the other drivers on the racetrack. I, I, just, I can't believe there was no penalty there. Lots of fan outcry, uh, lots of other drivers calling him a spoiled baby and a brat and et cetera. And then, okay, so that's that's that. And then uh, SBG roughs him up, his teammate, a little bit in the cup race. And here's Ty Gibbs flipping him the bird. Takes takes down his window net, takes his hand out. Uh, the media didn't really say that's what he did, but it was pretty obvious. I watched the video many times. Pulling the net down was a shocker. Anyway... From driver perspective, what the heck? What do you think about this one? Uh, I think he's extremely talented, really talented. Um, and I also think he's really young. Um, and uh, when he's when you're young and really talented and you've had a lot of success, you do some things in a moment that you probably wouldn't do if you, if you thought it through. And... Um, so um, I, I think that, um, you know, that we're going to go back, uh, I'm going to step back for a minute about the, um, the personal uh, conduct piece of, um, of uh, NASCAR. And for, frankly, I think every sport now has some version of a personal conduct policy. I think I support a personal conduct policy, by the way. I think yep. that for the longest time we just sort of did it and we did it on the fly. Um, now at least there's some st- some stated uh, expectations of, of conduct. I think this is a, you know, this is a personal conduct uh, violation, in my opinion. And um, I think... Um, one of the things that we're all taught, and if you listen to a race on uh, on the radio, I'm talking about the uh, spotters radio, we're constantly talking about safety of track safety personnel, emergency personnel, track cleanup crew, all of that stuff, um, other people on the racetrack. There's always conversation on the radio about being... Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, there, there is always be safe, be safe, be safe, and um, and so I understand that you won the race. I understand the excitement. I understand the enthusiasm. I understand not thinking it all the way through. What needs to be happening though is the spotter needs to be saying, "Hey, whoa, stop, stop." You're, you're, you're too close, there's too many people around, you, you know, there needs to be that level of, um, uh, that level of, uh, 
concern for everybody else, just like there is under caution. Um, so, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think one, one of the things that we do is there's a high expectation of Ty Gibbs, right? I mean, there's a, uh, he's been in the, he's been in and around the sport forever since he was a baby. Right. And, um, so, I think we hold him to a little bit of a higher standard. I'm not suggesting he should have a pass on this. I'm just saying let's all try to put it in perspective and remember that he is still very young. Um, and uh, all of us at that age probably did some things that if we thought it through, we wouldn't have done. Well, there's no doubt about it. If I could just make two more quick comments on that. Um, as far as flipping the bird, pulling the window net down, flipping the bird, I remember just some weeks back the outcry when Bubba Wallace flipped the bird. So there is that. And you and I both played high school and college sports. And I remember uh, me specifically freshman and sophomore years uh, baseball. Man, I was like humbled by some of the – uh, seniors and juniors that I admired on the field for the ability, and uh, I just took that into account. My behavior was different. I, I was pretty actually kind of shy. I showed my mouth on the field. Um, but I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, when you got all these, some of the best drivers in the world, the best drivers in the world around you, a great opportunity. Uh, you are a race car, a great race car driver, and it's just kind of uh, you know, slide your hand under your under your chin and flip it out there to the rest of these drivers. Disrespect, I guess. Just bugs well, me. I think <laughs> I, I think that, that it is. A, I mean, it's a significant coaching is not always just talking to somebody, right? Sometimes there are there there should be uh, there should be uh, ramifications. There should be consequences to your behavior, and 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 that's some of that's how you learn. So I'm not trying to suggest here that you sweep this under the rug. I'm saying, hey, yep, I don't believe if he thought it through, he would have done it. But he did it. So now what? So there should be some level of um, uh, of penalty imposed, uh, some sort of uh, low level, but nonetheless, hey, we're not going to tolerate that. Yep. So exactly. here's here's what you're going to do it's so that the next time you get ready to go do that, you remember and you think, right? Uh, so I, I'm not trying to say it should just go away and nothing. I, I, But that's if you go back to what I said 30 minutes ago about maybe there's a, um, a different level of penalty for a different personal conduct, conduct violation. So you, like this would be different maybe than the one that... Uh, that Noah did, right? Um, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. kind of the way I'm, that's what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. All right, one last quick thing before we move off of last week at uh, Indianapolis, looking at ratings for TV, and this did kind of bug me. Ratings were down a little bit, but in many markets, and I was in Tulsa last yep. week, uh, that market, and many other markets, Santa Barbara, Tulsa, Jackson, Mississippi, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Memphis, Tennessee, Kansas City, Missouri, and others were preempt. 
uh, from pre, uh, by preseason NFL, which kind of bugs me <laughs> a little bit. I mean, come on, man. We're rolling into the playoffs and we're preempted by preseason NFL. Anyway, that's my comment well, on that one. How about this? So you, you think about, well, and I agree with you. I don't think it should have happened. But, but let's talk about the SRX series. That yes, Thursday sir. night that you were talking about, yeah, uh, they were preempted on ESPN by the Little League Regional World Series playoffs. Okay, well, which, by the I'm way, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the daylights out of FYI. Yes. So, yes, yes. Uh, you know, whatever. It is one of those things, and it doesn't happen often. But I don't think it's a big deal. Let's move on, right? Yep. Yeah, well, just just a quick side note there. <laughs> no doubt about that. I think I'm a bigger fan now, and, and looking at the past with the NFL, and I, man, I love football, especially college football. I'm a bigger fan of the little league than the NFL. So that's, let's just say that. I'll tell you what. There's one. I want to go there one time. I want to go to Williamsport and watch the Little League World Series in person. Oh my gosh! I mean, you talk about taking it seriously. You know what? That one, and just a quick mention, uh, OU women's softball, they won the championship again. I'm telling you what, uh, Little League and women's softball, some of the greatest sports out there. Those people, both both uh, leagues give it their, I mean, they're all just an amazing uh, thing to watch. Yep. No doubt about sure. it. Yeah, let's meet at the Little League World Series one of these days. Good idea. That'd be fun. <laughs> yep. Yep. No doubt. All right, here's a fun one as we're running out of time. Um, an interview with Kyle Bush. Interesting that I, I found this interview. Um, Kyle and, and his, uh, his changed way. I think he is a changed person, and I'm a big fan of his now, as we've discussed in the past, uh, because he's with RCR and all that. But he said he would retire, you know, if things go well, he would retire when his son Brexton turns 15 and run a full season in the truck series to try to win, because he's won the Xfinity and Cup championship, to try to win uh, the truck championship. And then that would be it, and then he would, you know, get Braxton squared away and follow him in his career. That was an interesting comment, I thought. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it, uh, I mean, if you're a truck guy, you're going, Doc, God, I don't want him down here. Um but if if his if his so if he retires from the Cup Series, and that opens up that seat, but he comes back and runs his own truck program, you still it's it's a, in a way it's his it's his um, farewell tour. I mean, I, I I think it's a fairly well organized idea, and I kind of dig it. I mean, I think uh, um, other than the fact that he is so good, I don't know. How that'll what that'll do to the competitiveness of the truck series, um, but I, I, you know, at least on a at least in an office on a whiteboard having discussion, I like it. I think it's cool, no, and I love no, the no, idea. No. You, you know, you think about what 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 he had to how he had to process all that. It tells you a little bit more about what how his priorities have have changed and will change, right? Oh yes, that that is kind of my whole point. He's just a, a he definitely. We used to laugh and tease each other about Kyle Busch ever changing. I think he is uh, is finally getting there, and and what a 
Talk you about Randy. Talk it. about sold out truck races. If that if that were to happen, I think every every race of the season could be possibly sold out. Kyle, as we all know, has more overall wins all all three series combined than any other driver. So, pretty cool stuff, no doubt about that. So. Uh, one last up. thing: as we run out of time, Kyle Larson will run the Indy 500 Rookie yeah. Orientation in October of this year, ahead of his. Uh, 2024 Indy 500 shot. That is going to be exciting as well, Randy. Uh, lots of cool stuff happening in our sport. I, I'm, I'm excited about this. You know, there's, it's, uh, there's a lot of different guys that have tried this and done it, and um, uh, this this one I'm excited to see how this goes. A lot. Really cool. No, I think it's going no to be No doubt about it. No doubt about it. What a, what a guy to, to win the Indy 500 for Larson, which could be, which could happen. No doubt about that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Watkins Glen Saturday, 3.30 on USA Network. It's the Xfinity Series race. The Cup race Sunday at 3 p.m. also on the USA Network. We're not aware of any preemptions for this one. You don't want to miss these two races. It's, uh, it's coming down to the wire and creating excitement as we head to the playoffs already time is flying by ladies and gentlemen no doubt and speaking of that our time is gone we will see you right here next week on track side with randy and terry see you at the racetrack everybody it's almost bush o'clock a time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp cold bush beer it's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage. Your ride, our passion. 